Moose and Married with Jonas podcast. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We're the married couple that watches TV shows and talks about it on the podcast. Make sure you give us a review, a good rating and whatnot. Yeah. On the Apple podcast or the Google Play or the Blim Samo ear lover. Oh, is that know. a thing? That's, okay. I just made We're that on up. that now. That's, All right. That's my thing now. Okay. But anyway... <clears throat> We'll get to the uh, season slash series finale of Mayor of Easttown a little bit. Yeah. And we'll also touch on uh, stuff we just couldn't finish. Like, yeah. we just Stuff we tried, we didn't like it. Tried it. Meh. Yeah. We start, though, with a little different uh, thing, which is, uh, you know, on this podcast, we talk about shows that we watch together. Yeah. But there are also shows, obviously, being that we are human. Excuse me. Yeah. Technical difficulty in this little tiny podcast studio. So there's also shows that we watch without each other. Yeah, sometimes like you just want to check something out and I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't know. I don't really care about that or vice versa. Right. Right. And so uh, we'll start off with that. The stuff that I'm watching that Jody's not, the stuff that Jody's watching that I'm not. Yeah. And we kind of. Check in with it a little bit. Yeah, that's on each what other's I was going to say at the end. Like, it's funny because even though you're kind of watching something separately from me or I'm watching something different than you, we both kind of get interested in each other's shows a little bit, too. Yeah, it's a little funny. bit. You know, there's there's definitely stuff there that yeah. is going to be interesting. Like, we'll start with yours. Yeah, so right I mean, I've been following it for a, a long time, but right now I am watching the current season of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yeah, and um, you know, you 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 are into that show. Yeah, very much. And you'll All watch in. you'll watch it occasionally, like uh, when I'm downstairs doing the Twitch show. Yeah. Or you know, a voice job or whatever. Yeah. And I'll come up and uh, you'll be watching. You'll have maybe 15, 20 minutes left. I and just can't turn it off. I yeah. just can't stop watching it. I know. Yeah. It has, uh, I definitely get it. I remember we started it together. Yeah. And after like the first episode, I think we got halfway through the second one. I was kind of like, this is just too dark. Yeah. Like, this you is... thought it was very depressing well, and sad, right? Yes. Yeah. And it has to be. You have to remember the context of why I felt that way. Because at the time, we'll just say things in the world weren't great. Things <laughs> yeah. in this country weren't great. There's a lot of, it just seemed like, and I'm extrapolating big time, that maybe things could have headed that way. Like you could see this as our possible future. It certainly huh. seemed more realistic than wow. ever before. Wow, that's interesting. I could see why then you would be like, I don't want to watch this. It was just like... Uh, I just wasn't in the mindset for that. Sure. And so I bowed out. Yeah. And you kept watching. Yeah. And when I check it out, I, there's some interesting stuff going on there. I know, you know, I don't want to be the guy who comes in halfway through the movie. like, well, what's he doing that for? Why are they doing that? It's funny. I was just going to bring that up. Like, sometimes you're a lurker with questions. You're like, oh, what, what's he doing that for? Yeah, you, like, you do that too. Pause. I know. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. I like pause. Okay, let me explain the last three seasons to you. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it's endearing. I'm not complaining. But uh, I still don't have any interest in getting into all yeah. of it. You won't I, go I, rewatch it from the beginning. 
No, oh, okay. I don't think so. Even even if there's nothing on or yeah, I just yeah. I'm not bagging on it. It's a good sure. show. It's just not something I'm really digging. Okay, that's okay. But when I do watch it, yeah. you know, I'm interested in what's going on. You know, why? Yeah. Why? What happened to her eye? Why is is <laughs> is uh? I can't think of the actor's name. Brad Whitford. Yes, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a good guy, a bad guy? What's not his sure. deal? You know that sort yeah. of thing. So uh, it's very well done, and there's some interesting stuff there. I just yeah, I don't know. I'm also a big fan of Elizabeth Moss. I think she's great. She's I loved great. her. You know, Mad Men, Top of the Lake. Now this. Yeah, I hope they know. come back with another Top of the Lake. I like that yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, that was very good. That is very much like Mayor of Easttown in a way. Yeah. Um, and again, we'll get to that season finale, Mayor of Easttown, here in yeah. a little bit, but. So you, that's kind of the only thing you're really watching without me, right? Um, Are you cheating on me? <laughs> What's something else about me? No, that's about it. I checked out a couple other things, but they didn't pan out. So this is the one I'm really kind of all in on right now. So, yeah. Yeah. As far as what I'm watching, the, Jody's not. Um, so I started the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Yeah. And I'm very much piecemealing it. I'm probably... 45 minutes to an hour into that four hour monstrosity so i'm in no rush to finish that up yeah but i'm kind of checking out here and there little bits and pieces um and it's so far much better than the original movie okay but uh and i think you've caught a little bit of me watching that yeah a little bit yeah it's a popcorn movie sure but uh the one i picked up here recently over the last few days is mr in between which is the uh it's an australian show about a guy who's, you know, he served time in prison and he's kind of like a criminal for hire, works mostly for this club owner dude and, you know, kills people. But he has a little daughter and he's still kind of a good guy, but he does bad things. And and you and I started this at one point, much yeah. like Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid? The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, we, start, we started, we got through like most of the first episode and i don't know why but we just never really grabbed onto it yeah i do recall watching like the first one with you um but eh, i think i told you like eh, I, yeah. don't, I don't really know about this one and i was kind of the same way i believe yeah Betw i think it was a little bit of that and a little bit of maybe some other stuff was more yeah uh binge worthy watch worthy sure so <clears throat> Yeah, just that just kind of teetered away. Yeah. But over the last few days, I've seen the ads for the new season, and I'm like, yeah, oh, check this out again. And I'm I'm just like, just starting episode two of season two. Yeah. And I like it. I think it's interesting. It has an interesting tone. It's an interesting concept. It's kind of like Breaking Bad, but reverse. Sure. In a way. I, I pop in on this one every once in a while, and what I see, I like. So I don't know why I. Maybe it just got better as episodes went along. I don't know, but yeah, um, it also doesn't hurt that they have Australian accents, which oh, yeah. I love. You love you some Australian. I do. I do know since I've been watching Mister In Between, I do slip in some Aussie once in a while. Like, look at that bloke over there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> You're not complaining. No, but it's a good show. <laughs> I, I like Mister In Between, and um, I have to put on the captions though because sometimes yeah. their Aussie gets a little. Like what's a dinny? You yeah, know, like I, you know. We had to Google that, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a wonton. Yeah. 
Dimmy? Dimmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they they call the bathroom something else, kind of like that, like a dinny with an dingy, N. Dinny, wasn't it? Dinny? I, I don't even know. I don't know either. But that's not really related to captions. It's mostly because they talk so <laughs> fast without an Australian accent, like, Yo, Mike, you know, they were so they were dingy with it, but all right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, that bad. What did he bad, say? <laughs> but Mr. In Between, digging yeah. it. Yeah. I like. Yep. So sometimes we can't come together on a show or shows, and sometimes we do our own thing, which is cool. Sometimes we watch other shows without our spouse. Don't tell Jesus. <laughs> but um, should we move on to Mayor of Easttown? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, by the way, the podcast brought to you by Honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash married and uh, join the over 17 million members who have saved $2 billion with the Honey plugin. Mayor of Easttown, that is a show that was really good. Really dig that show. Right? Yeah. I'm kind of sad it's over, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those good ones. When they end, I'm always like, Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's interesting these shows like that. Yeah. And I'm going to say this show, but it's not nearly as good. Uh, the Undoing. You know, these type yeah. of shows where they're like seven, eight episodes long. Yeah. They're building to something. And you're thinking, well, you're thinking like, oh, it should be 10 or 13 episodes. Yeah. But in a way, it's kind of like a long movie yes. that they've quite literally spread out over seven, eight episodes. And yeah. so when you put when you look at it that way, you're like, oh, I'm kind of getting my money's worth here. Yep. But Mayor of Easttown, big spoilers coming, by the way. Yeah, big. And big time. The Mayor of Easttown finale was was great. I mean, it was interesting how John, it was it was revealed he was about to kill Billy in the river. Yes. Mayor's there, stops it, arrests yeah. him. He confesses to killing uh, Aaron. Yes. He confesses to their relationship and that he's DJ's father mm-hmm. and that he killed her. He kizzled her. Yes. But then it's, so when that happens, there's still about 45 minutes left in the episode. Yes, so you're kind of like. pause it to see like the time check and I'm like, oh, this isn't over by a long shot. No. <laughs> Unless this is the world's first 15 minute finale episode. Yeah. But uh, so it took, uh, you know, it's not quite what it seems. So they had a couple little twists uh, for the finale and it all made sense. You know, bottom line is the kid, John's kid, killed Aaron, shot her, uh, borrowed a gun from a former cop who he mows the yard for and put the gun back. And it's interesting how it all comes back because the whole show started at that house with that guy's now deceased wife yeah, complaining about a peeper. Yep. So it kind of comes back to that household. Yeah. And, um, uh, here, <clears throat> so the kid, Ryan confesses to the killing. Here's a little bit of audio from his confession. I swear I was only trying to scare her. She tried to grab the gun away from me and we fought over it. Yeah. He, was trying to scare her, but you know, as can Something happen, happened. Yep. yeah, struggle ensues, gun goes off, and which you know, I can see where the one shot as they were struggling happened, but then they don't really show the second. Was she shot in the face? And I'm kind of like, wow, he has pretty good aim for a 13 year old kid who's probably, I don't know if he's handled a gun before or grew up 
handling a gun, but I'm like, that's pretty good shot. Well, he was only about five feet away from her. True. It wasn't very far. I mean, center mass from four or five feet, a lot of people can do that, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. So also, like, the kid, you know, got the first shot off that severed her thumb, right? Was it her thumb that they found in the park? Part of her finger or something? Oh, okay. I don't remember. So then he had to fire it again. Yeah. Like, on purpose, though. Yeah, that That wasn't a a struggle shot. That was a kill shot. Yeah, so that was a little off for me in in that confession. Like, I don't know. And the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, they kind of painted John to be kind of this guy who's never accountable for anything. And I was wondering, like, oh, is Ryan kind of maybe psychopath too, like following in some Mm -hmm. of those kind of footsteps? You know, maybe I'm reading way too much into that, but... I don't know. He fired the first round, but then he purposefully did the second, you know? You know, I would just write that off as a 13-year-old kid panicked. Yeah, maybe. I think he probably just uh, had a little panic and was like, eh, squeeze. Yeah, you know? okay. Huh. That's just kind of my guess on that. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, the, it's interesting. John covered for his son. I was a little pissed at the John and Lori. John and Lori. I was a little yeah. pissed at Lori, like you know, got mad at Mayor for essentially doing her job. Yeah, you know, and I, she eventually came around. They seemed to patch it up at the end there. Yeah, they did. But um, yeah, it it didn't quite go the way you thought it would. We all knew going into this finale that John was the guy. Yeah, Billy maybe, but probably John. He yeah. had the gun in the tackle box and. Yep. But after 15 minutes, you're like, okay, this isn't going to be quite just John and that's it. And 45 minutes of, wow, the town's not going to be the same now. Or, you know, but I like how she gets custody of DJ because uh, Annie, who's the junkie mother of DJ? She gets, no, she gets custody of Drew, her grandson. Drew, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Yeah, because... um, um, it's Carrie. Right. She it essentially slipped up. She relapsed. She realized she yeah, can't and, do it. Yep. She realized she can't take care of him and that he's better can I, safer with her. Can I throw out one beef with this show? Yeah. Is what was the point of Guy Pierce's character? Yeah, I don't know. Other I was than, wondering that too. Other than like they're trying to make some like statement about, you know, just the love interest, you know how usually that that's a woman's role in some of these. Like we're flipping things backwards. We got the lead detective is detective is a lady, and the love interest is a dude, and he's nothing. There's no character development here. He's just a love interest. I don't know. I kind of felt like maybe it was to symbolize some hope for a happy life for Mare. You know, she when we first meet her, she seems like somebody who doesn't have a lot going on good in her life, and. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's just to kind of symbolize that new hope that, you know, yeah, she could have a normal sort of relationship again, you know. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. In service of Mare's character, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe uh, maybe they're trying to build a possible uh, love triangle 
back when Z- Z- Zabel Zabel was still alive, you know, and they eh. were kind of getting getting close. Eh. No. I don't know. I do have a theory about Dylan, though. Yeah. It was kind of kind of left uh, open as to why Dylan was so adamant about burning those journals and diaries. Yeah. I don't know if we got closure. My theory on that is that he, when he was in the hospital, I remember when the baby was crying and his mom was not available and he got out of his hospital bed and came up and comforted, comforted baby. and calmed yeah. the baby. I think at that moment, and correct me if I'm wrong if I'm forgetting something, I think at that moment he became bonded with the kid. Like yeah. he, lo- he started to really love the kid there. Yeah. And so my theory on the, him being so adamant about burning those Bible or, uh, diaries, journals of Aaron's is he wanted to get rid of the evidence that, sh- that, that DJ is John's baby. Like oh, he wanted all the journal entries keep- about, oh, John is the daddy and I love him. We're going to be well, together. I think didn't the girl, uh, Jess? I think Jess said that they, yeah, they did that because they, because they wanted his parents to keep DJ. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. along the lines of what, yep. what I'm theorizing. But I think here. she actually said that out okay. loud when she was, when the police chief asked her like, what, you know, what, I know what his reasoning was, what was yours, you know? And so I think she kind of said that out loud that she, that, they, she was trying to honor her friend because Aaron would have wanted his parents to keep the baby. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think they'll, and I think they said they framed it as a series finale. Yeah. You think they'll come back with another season? I, I think you could do that. I think you could. I think it would have to have, you know, some of the same players, but some new. Uh, new yeah, obviously. Faces. I think there's something really cool about, a small town type murder investigation where like she knew mayor knew basically everybody involved. I think that's yeah. interesting. That yeah. makes things, that makes things a lot more, uh, eggshells, you know, harder, harder to maneuver. It's not like in the big city where you got a murder four blocks away and that's, you know, you probably don't know the victims or anybody sure. involved, but sure. there's history there. There's, yeah. yeah. You know, she's got to maybe look at, you know, her former basketball teammate yeah. as a suspect. Well, and I think, you know, they kind of allude to that in this show where, do you remember kind of in the beginning where she was looking for Katie? She hadn't solved the Katie case yet, you yeah. know, and basically like the, it's a small town. So they knew who, who the kids were that were getting into the drugs and prostitution and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so she kind of, it almost clouded her judgment in that case because she just viewed Katie Bailey as another teen gone wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, you know, sometimes that history and that kind of complicated relationship stuff kind of gets in the way of maybe seeing it from an outsider's perspective. That's where maybe Zabel coming in was, that's a fresh pair of eyes mm-hmm. and a clean perspective on working at things. Yeah. So it could be a, a, a good thing or a bad thing, I think. Totes. But Mayor of Easttown, uh, I, th- I think you could do another season. I think you could, too. I mean, she's a good detective. I could see her going to other places to help them. I mean, it's a small town, so, like, if you have a lot of murders going on there, you might have a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I, I would think, like, 
maybe she could branch out to other areas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think there's something you could do there and keep it kind of small towny. Sure. Um, anything else on mayor of East town? No, I just really liked it. It was sad when it was done. It was well done. They, they, they pretty much tied up all the loose ends for me. There weren't any like, wait a minute. You didn't talk about this part, you know? Yeah, no, very well done show. Yeah. I liked Um, it. Pace, writing, acting is all good. Yeah. All right. No, 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 what the kids are watching. Nope. She got herself a little grounded. She's, she's, I think she was still grounded last time we did this. Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, last Monday that she got grounded and we record on Tuesday. Yes. So So, she's almost out of the grounded stage here. In lieu of that, um, have we done the thing before? We haven't. Uh, Yeah, we did it one time, I think. It's a, it's a, a pseudo regular segment. It's the, we tried it. Meh. We didn't like it. Yeah. There's a couple things, shows to get to later on, but you know, it, it just got released a week or two ago and I've seen a lot of buzz about it. It's one of the top Netflix streamers. I think it's in the top 10. Um, Army of the Dead. Yes. With Dave Bautista directed by Zack Snyder. Who it's else is in there? A movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, gosh, there's no other real. Oh, uh, Garrett Dillhunt, but yeah. nobody really knows him. No, interviewed him once. Nice guy. But um, um, the guy from Sons of Anarchy is that him? No. Oh, okay. Who's that guy? Garrett Dillahunt. No, the the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, um, Charlie something. Mm, okay. But Army of the Dead. We started it, and you were a fan of the opening scene, and. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, but it slowly got really boring. <laughs> like right after that opening scene, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And we're watching it and they get to the part where they're going into the, you know, zombified Las Vegas. Yep. And, you know, then all of a sudden they do this thing where like there's a zombie queen and you yeah. have to sacrifice somebody and they'll let you pass or something and yeah and like a zombie tiger yeah okay (laughs) i'm not like i'm not a zombie purist you want to do that stuff okay and i just don't know why it just wasn't doing anything for me it just wasn't there was nothing there i was like i need to see what else is gonna happen i just you know yeah and also i think i was annoyed by the cinematography like the look yeah this very shallow depth of field where you know, the, the camera's right on somebody's face and they pull back and everything behind them is blurred out. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're going for there. And uh, don't even get me started on the dead pixels. Have you heard about that? No. There are, uh, and it's not just people's players or streaming connections. Yeah. There are literally dead pixels in the movie. People really? have paused it and circled it and put it on Twitter. Yeah. Really? Which is just wholly unacceptable. Huh. <laughs> But that's well, not a huge thing. But. It could be because uh, the the film underwent reshoots after several sexual misconduct allegations were made against cast member Chris Delia. Delia. Yeah. 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 They f- they uh, looped in Tignataro. Yeah, using and green screens and CGI. It was really so. good. Like you could hardly tell. Yeah. I've heard. I heard on another podcast they said you could you'd notice it and. Usually I can catch that stuff. I thought it looked good. I thought it looked great. Pretty yeah. seamless. Hmm. But uh, 
she was probably the highlight of that of that 40 minutes of it that we watched i don't know that whole part of like recruiting his friends you know the gist of it is that las vegas is walled off full of zombies they have to recruit a crew to go in there and rob what is it like 200 million 200 million yeah yeah, the owner From of a casino. A casino vault. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the owner of the casino. And why do you need a safe cracker? Doesn't the owner of the casino have the codes to the vault? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why you, I mean, maybe you need electricity to open the vault and there isn't any in this city because it's all kind of in ruins. But the the plot, other plot point is they have to do it before the government just drops right. a nuclear bomb on the city. Yeah. So. And. The concept's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, it's okay. And it kind of makes you think, $200 million? Yeah. Got to go through some zombies? Hmm, and I've got military training. Maybe I'd take that shot. I don't know. They have like a crew of 12. You got to split that out quite a few ways. <laughs> yeah. The only the only downside of not watching this, I think, is I wanted to do a Deadpool on it. You know, oh, like funny. to see who dies first. Because yeah. as you see these characters, you start to get an idea of like, okay, that guy's dead. He's, yeah. he's going to be the first to die. Oh, she'll die. Yeah. You know? And I think it ultimately would have boiled down to, and again, we haven't finished the movie, but Dave Bautista and his daughter. Yeah. They're the last two. Well, that's what I said. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, everybody's dying except for those two. Yeah. And yeah. then he sacrifices himself. Yeah. To so save that she, her. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, their relationship is not the best. Da, da, da. And this is his redemption with her. Yeah. I don't know. We just couldn't. We just couldn't get back to it. Stick it out. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, and, we just don't want to. <laughs> and I like Dave Bautista. I think he's uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean he kind of blew me away with his small role in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like he's a he's a pro wrestler, but yeah. he's a good actor. Like sure. he's pretty good, and he's got good charisma. But this one, he was not there. I yeah. just didn't see anything there. Yeah, from him. Yep. Yeah, Army of the Dead. Oh. Eh. Eh. I mean, uh, zombie strippers was kind of funny though. The the zombie uh, like Vegas showgirls, <laughs> they were kind of funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That that opening uh, yeah. credits like, scene. Oh, hello! There's zombie uh, showgirls. Zombie showgirls. Yeah. The, this is a better zombie movie. What? Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Ah, uh, yes. That was a much more enjoyable movie. Sure. And, oh, yeah, you could see it. It wasn't shallow depth of field all the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Army of the Dead, meh. Yeah. It's on the list of, yeah, we tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. All right. All right. That's going to do it for us. Yeah. Uh, if you like anything we do, any of these podcasts made, made you go, oh, or, ah, or, oh, no, no, so wrong. Give us a review on it. Review us on the uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you rate your podcasts. Yeah. And share and tell your friends. Tell all your friendses. And uh, make sure you subscribe and go to joinhoney.com slash married and get your free Honey plugin and save some money with your online shopping. Until next week, this is the Married with Channels podcast. My name is Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye.